0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Creative Collision Podcast. This is Side here, bringing you a new episode. Uh, Of course, I'm going to talk about the NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers, winning the 2020 NBA title last night and uh, just celebrating that moment, talking about, um, you know, what a season this was and and the journey it took for them to get here. You know, me as as a diehard Laker fan, it was a special moment. Uh, especially considering all the, all the things that happened this, this season uh, and for them to pull this off and, and win this title. is just, it's a, it's a great moment, a special moment. And so I'm going to talk all about that. Um, talk about, you know, some of the, some of the um, players, of course, LeBron and, and what this means for his legacy and, and uh, just just a player he's become at you know at his stage of his career is pretty amazing to watch. Uh, we never seen a player uh, play this this well for this long. You know he's had the longest prime of any player ever. You know so uh, definitely gotta give him his props and and talk about talk about LeBron, talk about uh, AD, and just the whole organization as a whole. and What this means for for the Lakers and the in. The season they went through, just recapping their season leading up to to their championship moment last night, um, game six against the Heat, they just blew them out. It was over. They really flexed their muscles on um, or flexed their their um, strengths, which which was on the defensive end this year. And you know that's that's uh, that was their biggest calling card. And I know it's cliche that you know defenses win championships, but yeah, um, it really it really does it really does, especially and these playoff playoff moments you need you need to you need to be able to defend and uh, this was a special special team um that uh that nobody thought would would I don't, don't want to say nobody thought but there's a lot of lot of um a lot of skeptics about this team um, going into the season um, many people thought they weren't going to win or uh, many people just just didn't you know wh- whether they were just hating or or they just felt like uh, and LeBron was washed up at this point that he didn't care about winning anymore or that the Lakers gave up too much for Anthony Davis. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of criticism, a lot of skeptics with this organization and, and some things rightfully so, you know, I was, a I was a skeptic about some things early on. I mean, I did pick the Lakers to win the championship in the beginning of the season. So I always felt that uh, they were, they were going to do it or they had a great, um, great shot at um, doing it. But you know there were some things that that I was skeptical about for sure. So, um, gonna recap this this season, and it was just a great, great wild ride and and uh, and then a year that's been so crazy. Um, this was this was uh, this was definitely like one of the most memorable championships um, uh, for the Lakers. So definitely um, a lot to talk about there. And then the second half of the podcast, I'm I'm going to uh, talk about the Dodgers and and Game One starts tonight in the NLCS. They've they've been looking great so far this playoff round. They're five and zero in the playoffs. Uh, beat the Brewers in the wild card uh, round. They beat the the Padres. Swept the Padres um, in the in the divisional series. So Game One against the Braves starts today. And uh, yeah, I'll just talk about my thoughts on the Dodgers so far and. And preview that series a little bit with the Braves and uh yeah now that the Lakers won I feel I feel even more confident that the Dodgers can also deliver and it can be that special year for LA uh, where both teams win and um uh, that you know the last time that happened was 88 the last time the Dodgers won or uh, the Dodgers and Lakers both won that season so uh get into I'll get into the Dodgers in the second half but of course just starting off with with the Lakers and uh and that that championship winning this championship this year. And just a just a crazy year. It's it's been um, one whole calendar year since the season started. You know, this is a season unlike any other. Um you know, they you know, we're ready, you know, it, ha- almost halfway through October and the season started last October and uh, you know, it's it's been it's been a whole year of this of this this wild season and just going back to to um the you know going back a year ago you know all the all the um criticism that the lakers were getting at that time um lebron being too old um the lakers giving them too much for ad all their young talent for ad there is a uh, you know the coaching debacle that you know tyron lewis was supposed to be the coach at first and then uh, that that didn't work out, and then it ended up being Frank Vogel, who was like their fir- their fourth choice. Um, you know, there was things that I was definitely a skeptic on, and uh, I was critical on, especially when it came to some of the front office decisions. Um, I mean, I like Vogel as a coach, but the way they handle that whole coaching hiring is, you know, it, how how would um, I mean at that time, you know, Vogel had to feel like well I don't want to say I want to say he was he obviously was a great coach for this team but when he was hired you, you, you know he knew he wasn't the first option so he had to kind of overcome that and kind of earn the trust of LeBron and and uh and the rest of the team especially when Jason Kidd was the assistant coach and there was already all this uh you know all this uh people saying that oh if frank vogel's gonna get fired after like one week and jason Kidd's is gonna take over as a coach you know I mean, that's tough to deal with and frank vogel heard heard all those all those conversations but he you know he he stuck through it and uh he's definitely the right he was definitely the right guy to get the job done but uh i mean the way the lakers handled that magic johnson stepping down uh and then going on uh like sports center espn and and basically calling out, uh, Rob Polinka for being like a backstabber and, and how bad that whole drama looked. Right. Um, that was bad. So there was a lot of stuff in the beginning of the year, beginning of last season that just wasn't a good look. And, and, uh, and it was, it was tough. It was, you felt like this, this team was, was, um, you know, already ready off to a bad start. Um, but then you know the season starts. They they get out to a great start. They're looking good. LeBron's looking good. Um, AD's fitting right in with LeBron. Um, and you know you still have your your uh, your critics out there when they when they would lose to you know other contending teams at that time. Whether it was the Clippers on opening night or the Bucks uh, later on in the season, uh, there is still the critics saying that. Yeah, they're they're beating all these bad teams, but you know they they can't beat the good team. So so they still had you still had all these people being critical, but then they do start winning, and then uh, and then you you know they you go through what happened what happened um, at the beginning of this year was uh, Kobe's death, and and the Lakers having to persevere through that through that tough time and then uh then then the course of pandemic with covid-19 and the way they uh you know right before right before the sh- season got shut down you know they beat the clippers and bucks in back-to-back games so they're looking really well then the season gets shut down now now you're you know there's no games for 2 3 months so now you have to restart all over again you open up the season back in the bubble um you're away from your family for 3 months and and they just deserve so much credit for for mentally toughing through it. Um, it's it's tough. Uh, there's a lot of teams that cracked under that that uh, pressure, or just couldn't handle the bubble. Um, the Clippers, the most obvious team, where everybody talked about how they were gonna beat the Lakers, and and uh, they had all these mentally tough players, these dogs. Uh, but they shrunk in that moment. You know, they 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 weren't the more mentally tougher team. The Lakers were, and that that just all goes back to LeBron. Um, LeBron has turned himself into one of the most one of the most uh, just mentally toughest players uh, we've ever seen. You know, ever since twenty eleven, where he had that meltdown against the Mavericks, he's been one of the one of the most mentally toughest and consistent players of course um, every year since then you know he's basically been in the finals just about every year since 2011 only one season only uh, 2019 was the only year he didn't make the finals and you know he's carried teams to the finals he's obviously lost his, his fair share of NBA finals but almost every time he's lost of the NBA finals he's lost to teams that were just better uh, wasn't wasn't more so because anything he, you know, he couldn't do, um, he, you know, he's always, he's always been out there giving it his all and putting up numbers, um, and, you know, his fourth, this is his fourth championship, uh, his fourth finals MVP, which, uh, broke the tie for second most all time with Shaq and, um, and Magic, so now, you know, only one more, only one person has more finals MVPs than, uh, than LeBron at this point, and that's, uh, of course, Michael Jordan, so, I um, mean, it's it's tough to to you know really hate on LeBron at this point. If you're still hating on LeBron, then you're just doing it at, for money, like Skip Bayless is, where for Skip, this is his whole niche, his his whole career is hating on LeBron. So he's just doing it for for TV and doing it for the money. But if you're like not, and I get why Skip will hit on LeBron when that's what you get paid for. But if you're not getting paid to hate on LeBron, then I, I don't understand how anybody can still hate on LeBron. You know, um, he's he's proved it now so many times that he's, you know, he's he's just one of the, you know, he's amazing. He's he's one of the goats, you know, and um, and he just de- he delivered. He he brought a championship to the Lakers in his second year. I mean, it's it's incredible. I don't want to get into the whole goat debate right now, but. Uh, I mean, where where this guy's status is is it's legendary. He's he's right there, you know. He's right there with any other player in that. At this point, you know, I'm I'm never gonna argue against somebody thinking LeBron's a goat. At this point, I'm just not like. Um, if you if you have that uh that opinion, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. You know, at this point, you know, you can have other opinions too. But that's that's definitely an opinion that. That uh, you, you can't really say, like, oh, you know, that's that's blasphemous. How can you think that? Nah, not at, not at this point of his career with all that he's done. Um, and he, he's, you know, I don't see how it's going to stop anytime soon. He's, I think he has at least three, four more years of, of being, a, a like, the top five player in the league. You know, um, so it's, it's, it's an incredible, incredible longevity. The only player that's ever had similar type of longevity to LeBron was Kareem, um, or Kareem, even, uh, like in year 17, 18, you know, he was still, he was still like an all-star, all-star player, but, um, he wasn't at where LeBron's at right now. Kareem at year 17, wasn't like the best player in the league anymore. Uh, LeBron still is. So, his durability, his his longevity, his consistency is is something that we might not never see again. You know, um, the way he, you know, you know, the way he takes care of his body, how healthy he's been. He's never had a major injury. Um, he's he's just accumulating all these stats at this point every year. Um, he basically has almost every significant playoff stat, um, and. And this this level of of excellence, this prime, this extended prime that he's at, is it's just something to marvel at. You're not supposed to be this good still at when you play this much, um, when you had this many games, and and you had this wear and tear on your body, and uh, and that's you know that's the edge that LeBron's gonna have at the end of his career. He's gonna have this incredible, incredible long. Um, dominant career, um, where, where you know look back at it and be just like how, you know how was how was this guy you know this this good for this long this long the time so, you know you can argue that other players had better peaks you can say that about Jordan of course uh, that at his absolute peak Jordan had a higher peak but, um. Jordan didn't have this this level of, of um, it, you know this he didn't play for as long he didn't have this level of consistent consistent you know prime like this you know this this prime is longer than anybody else uh in any in, in NBA history so it's something we gotta appreciate man while while LeBron's still playing we gotta stop we gotta stop the hating we gotta stop uh, all the all the bullshit that people still say about him um you know uh about him not being clutch or or not being tough all this all this shit i know there's stuff that lebron does that annoys people sometimes with his passive aggressiveness towards his teammates at times or the what you know flopping whatever it may be but that dude is just an incredible incredible player and and uh you know he's obviously the main reason why the Lakers won. So being the leader that he was, winning this title for, for uh, for Kobe, for the Lakers, for uh, Gianna, um, it, it's special. And and LeBron, you know, he delivered, man. He went to a team that he knew that a lot of their fan base didn't really like him at first. You know, when Le- Lebr- before LeBron was a Laker, not many Laker fans were huge fans of LeBron. So he knew that you know LeBron's obviously a smart guy. He went to a franchise that he 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 knows he'll never be bigger in LA than Kobe was or, or even like um or Magic you know because they spent Kobe and Magic spent their entire careers with the Lakers. He, LeBron will never be, uh, what they are to LA. So he knew that, and he still went here, and he still, and he knew he had he had haters here. He he knew he had to prove them wrong. So. Uh, all that bullshit about him not being mentally tough, that's, that's tough right there. That's going to a place where, you know, you're the enemy to a lot of people. And, you know, if you don't win here, then that's going to be a huge stain on your legacy and your reputation. If you don't win a championship here, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be bad. You know, it, it, he didn't have that kind of pressure in Cleveland. Like, um, he, he won, he won championship for Cleveland, but it's not like LeBron ever won for the for the Cavs, it would have been this this thing where um, the city would have hated him for the rest of his life. Uh, even though he, it might have been that way because if you you know if he left when he went to Miami and came back, he had a win at that point for Cleveland, or else it would have looked bad. But still, it's still not the same, right? You know, you have to win in L.A. Every great player is winning in L.A. So he got it done, man, and uh, and proud of him, proud of what the Lakers did, um, AD winning his first title, he was dominant, he, he, you know, he, he's gonna show how he's gonna be one of the next, Lakers, great, great big man, you know, he's gonna be in that, in that, uh, conversation, and I don't expect him to go anywhere, he should be, you know, he should resign, and, uh, kind of be that next generational star for the Lakers, superstar, uh, and, and big man for the team, so, Great man! Uh, great for the, the role players played well, stepped up. Uh, you know, I was I was critical of some of these guys at first, but they they got it done in the playoffs. They got it done when it county I mean, playoff rondo was a real thing. KCP was good. He was consistent throughout the playoffs. Caruso came up big. um, He was great. um, So so yeah, the kudos to the Lakers. Um, it's a great moment. Twenty twenty champions and and. Uh, you know they did it they did it for the for kobe they did it for gianna they they deserved that as an organization Jeannie bus deserved it um first female owner to win a championship uh, she's been through a lot this last year uh, dealing with a lot of stuff too rob palenka as well um, dealing with everything he dealt with um and and winning winning uh, this title too so um hopefully we you know we come back next year even stronger uh we should be the favorites again. So looking forward to that. Um, and, and yeah, it's just this, uh, let's celebrate this. This, this, uh, us you know, while we can, well, it's been a crazy year. So when good things like this happen, we got to celebrate these moments for sure. Um, so congratulations to my Lakers for being the 2020 champions. And yeah, let's, let's keep it going. Next topic will be about the Dodgers, but before that, I'm gonna take a quick break um, to talk about one of our sponsors, Bad Demons Company. Um, they have great uh, new apparel, uh, re- really cool horror horror tees, graphic tees for any um, any horror fans out there. So, with Halloween with Halloween coming up, uh, it's a really really good opportunity to check out um, some of their new lines. Um, yeah, so you can check out the website at baddemonscompany.com. Also, give them a follow on Instagram at Bad Demons Company to check out uh, all their cool new uh, apparel they got coming out. All right, next up, talking about the Dodgers. All right, so now I'm gonna briefly just talk about the Dodgers. Um, Dodgers, man, it's your turn. Lakers got it done this year for for you guys to get it done, and uh, I feel really good uh, about this this year for the Dodgers. They're starting NLCS Game One uh, against the. Uh, the Braves later on today at the time I'm recording this uh, Walker Bueller versus Max Fried Um, they you know this is I think the best team they've had in the last you know since they started their their divisional streak which has been eight years in a row now Um, I'm really I'm feeling really confident in this team Uh, they're just so so focused so so determined and and they, they, you know, they know what time it is. They, they know they have to win. They know this is, this is the moment. Um, the way they, the way they, uh, they took care of business, um, the in the first two rounds, like when they swept the Padres, they, you know, they didn't celebrate that moment, um, uh, because they've been through that before. They've been to, past the NLD several times already. You saw how how drastic like both teams are, uh, when the Padres. Just when the Padres won their wild card wild series, they already they were celebrating like they they won a World Series. It was pretty funny to see. You know that's the team that's not used to being here. Um, man, the Dodgers are like, What well, you know, we ain't celebrating a wild card series. We're not celebrating a divisional series. Um, even you know, if they get past the Braves, I don't really think they're really going to celebrate an NLCS um, too much either. So it's all about the World Series at this point. And to me, I just feel so much more confident this year than in past years. I feel like they learned so much, um, and and the big difference is Mookie Betts. Just having Mookie Betts on on the roster is um, to me is is a game changer. It's what's gonna set them over the top. His leadership, his, his attention to detail, um, his toughness. I just feel like he uplifts the rest of the team so much, so much more um, um, than you know than any other player, really. Uh, And that's something about Mookie. I knew he was a great individual player, but I didn't know he he was his kind of teammate. And I think that's that's what the Dodgers really needed, like a leader um, to lead them over the top, a guy who's been there before, who's won the World Series. So I feel really confident. Uh, The Braves are a good team, uh, you know, but, you know, the Dodgers got swept. The Padres took care of them. And to me, the Braves and the Padres are pretty pretty uh equal you know and then it comes to uh those two teams that's pretty similar to each other um I do think the Braves because they're starting pitching is better than the Padres they're a little better than than the Padres that gives them the edge but offensively you know both teams are kind of stacked offensively um so they're similar in that regards um Freddie Freeman had a had a great year he might win the MVP this year um and uh and, you know, they got Ronald Acuna, who, who's uh, obviously a special player, um, great young talent. You can also throw in uh, Marcel Asuna, who had a great year too. Uh, but, you know, the Dodgers have played the Braves in the playoffs in the, you know, in the past, and they, they've kind of handled them pretty easily. So, you know, not too worried about any of those guys on that team. Just got to, you know, stick to what they're doing. You know Just play their game. Play what they're up to their potential. And, they, you know, it should be should be fine. I think the Dodgers can win this in, um, five games. I see this going five games, maybe six, uh, uh, depends, but you know, Dodgers can take care of business in five games. Uh, kind of like a little bit of a gentleman's sweep, but just feels like they're, they're just so in the zone right now. And so, so, um, so focused on on the go ahead and seeing the lakers win i think gives them even extra motivation that you know they want to they want to win this title too and uh bring bring the championships back home to la have two titles to celebrate so uh yeah the, you know we'll see how this series goes i feel good i feel confident um they're playing well they're pitching well their their bats are coming around. I like that the fact that they're not just selling on home runs. You know, they beat the Padres without trying to you know, hit a bunch of home runs and I think that's where the Dodgers have gotten in trouble in the past where they relied too much on the home runs. But, you know, they're they're doing everything they need to do to win right now. So uh, the only thing I'm worried about is Kenley Jansen uh and Dave Roberts management uh, style if his decision sometimes Just make me want to pull my hair out man so we'll you know we'll see uh but other than that you know i feel pretty good about everything else so yeah uh let's end it here with this podcast with this episode um yeah again congratulations to my lakers for winning the championship um and uh let's get it done dodgers you guys are up next and that's it for this one i'll catch you guys on the next one peace